0: Down your anchors, throw down your lines. Drop down your anchors, I'll catch them. Hello and welcome to the Stay Anchored Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Bindis. The goal of the Stay Anchored Podcast is to encourage us to stay calm as we navigate the often turbulent waters of life. It's my prayer that by focusing on the instructions God gave us through the Bible, we can learn how to successfully deal with the many challenges we encounter on this journey we call life. I don't know about you, but lately there have been plenty of reasons or so I think in my life to feel hopeless or downcast or just plain sad. And I wanna let you in on a little pep talk that I had recently. Now there are many motivational speakers or people that are sunny and have positive attitudes that I I could have gone to and, and it would have been wonderful. Uh, but I wanna let you in on my pep talk with a very important uh, being, and I had recently a pep talk with God. So I hope if you're feeling at all discouraged or at all downtrodden, or if you're suffering, I hope this helps. Listen in. Hello, God. It's me, Amy. I know you know who it is. But I'm coming to you today a little discouraged. Lord, I turn on the news or I look at social media and I just see turmoil. I see unrest. I see chaos. I see division. I see people suffering, people close to me. And I see loss. And God, it's just, it's easy to get. A little depressed, a little down, and I know to come to you for hope. So, Lord, that's what I'm doing. I need a little pep talk. What do you got? What's that? Okay, you're going to give me examples because obviously nothing new is under the sun, and you tell us that through Solomon and Ecclesiastes. So, Lord, we are not the first generation, obviously, to suffer. We won't be the last Um, and I know that plenty of other people have had it worse than I can ever imagine. So who do you want me to think about first, Lord? Oh, Joseph. Okay. So in thinking about Joseph, he was the youngest brother for a time before Benjamin was born. And yeah, Lord, you're right. All of his brothers were pretty jealous of him. He was obviously his father's favorite. And Isaac, who got his faith from his father Abraham, you know, doted on Joseph. And he had a strong faith, but he couldn't hide his love for, for this particular son. And I remember, Lord, that he bought it he bought this son a, a special coat, and it was a beautiful coat, and it made his brothers really jealous. And you're right, I think that was the last straw. So his brothers decided to kill him, and his older oldest brother decided that was a bad idea so in the end they sold him to Egyptians didn't didn't they they oh no they dropped him in the well and then the Egyptians came and took him off into slavery boy that had to be hard for Joseph he had to probably think he was on his last straw but then he ended up you know serving the Egyptians and he he worked his way up to be pretty prominent and and have... A pretty good job with one of them. But Lord, then the man's wife accused him of trying to take advantage of her, and he was thrown into prison for something he didn't even do. Oh, that had to be horrible. And then in prison, Lord, what did he have? He had nothing. But you're reminding me he had his faith. He had his faith from his grandfather, Abraham, and from his father, Isaac. Lord, he had faith in you, didn't he? And he had a special gift, too. Joseph had the gift of being able to interpret dreams. And actually, he listened to you and you helped him do that. And Lord, didn't that gift, that gift helped out a couple of people in prison, uh, the people that served the king, and they got out. And later on, one of them remembered that gift. And that gift, Actually, in that faith in you was what got Joseph out of prison. And eventually, Joseph became second only to the Pharaoh in Egypt. So Lord Joseph had it pretty bad. And as bad as he had it, he had hope and he had faith. Yeah, that's a great example. What's that, Lord? Okay, who else should I consider? Oh, Daniel. Okay, so Daniel was taken captive, and Daniel had a very strong faith as well, even though he was a slave, and even though he was taken from his homeland. And he was serving in Babylon, and, and he was asked, or he was told rather, yeah, he was told to renounce his Lord and to stop praying. But as bad as it got... As bleak as it got, he didn't do that. He kept praying. And wow, what happened to him? He was thrown in the lion's den. Yeah, I'm sure at that point, Lord, he thought things were done. And he still had faith in you. And he still served you. And the next day, when everyone found him, they found him alive and thriving. Wow, Lord, it was Bleak for him, wasn't it? But his hope and faith in you got him through. Oh, Lord, I knew you were going to give me this example. I knew you were going to go to Job. Okay, so let me remember Job. Job was the richest uh, in his region, actually, wasn't he? And he had so much wealth and possessions and cattle and... He had 10 beautiful children who also were successful and thriving, and they honored him and they loved their father. And then one day, Satan asked you, didn't he, to, to tempt or to, you know, to test Job. And you allowed Satan to cause Job to lose everything. Job lost his possessions. Job lost his house. Job lost his children. And in the end, Lord, Job lost his health, didn't he? He had sores all over, and oh, he must have been miserable. I can't fathom how miserable Job got to. But through it all, he kept his faith. He had hope that no matter what happened, he was still a child of God. Yeah, I know he prayed for you to take him, didn't he? But he didn't end his life. He knew you had a plan. And even though his friends came to try and support him, and I use air quotes when I say that, they still blamed him. They thought He had to have sinned. He had to have brought all of this on himself. So even his friends turned on him, didn't they? He lost everything. But in the midst of that, he didn't diss you. He didn't turn from you. He still honored you and he still kept his faith. And Lord, you're reminding me that because he kept his faith through that trial, you rewarded him. He got twice the possessions and twice the wealth that he had before you took it away. And he was blessed again with 10 beautiful children and his daughters, Job's daughters, were the most beautiful girls in all the land. And they loved their father. And, you know, he he couldn't have what he had before, but you made it better for him because he had hope. What's that, Lord? Oh, I know. There are plenty. There are plenty of examples in the Bible. Moses, you know, you called him from just, he left everything. He left his fortune. He left his people. And you called him back to serve you. And he had faith and he was rewarded for it. And Mordecai, Esther's uncle, boy, he was almost hung, but He was elevated as well because he had faith. And he encouraged Esther to have faith. And the Apostle Paul and so many other examples. Lord, you're right. You're right. However bleak it gets, however uh, I feel that the earth is just divided and the news is horrific, Lord, you're reminding me that I should always have faith and I should always have hope. And now I'm even reminded of Corinthians, 1 Corinthians, verse 13, 13. Faith, hope, and love. The greatest of these is love. And Lord, you remind me of that verse all the time. So if I have faith and if I have hope, I've got to express that through love, like those that believed in you did in the Bible. Because then, if I express my faith and my hope in love. I'm letting you shine through me. And Lord, then you're able to lift me up even higher than I was before. Wow, well, that's pretty powerful to think about. Lord, why is it that you describe life, you know, in Ecclesiastes and in Second Timothy? You... You have um, explained life as fighting the good fight and running the race and having the battle not be to the strong, but to those who persevere. Why is that, Lord? Oh, that makes sense. Okay, because this world isn't all there is. This world is... By far, not the end-all, be-all, not the gift, and not my eternity. I need to power through this world with that faith, that hope, that love, and run the race and win the battle and fight the good fight because heaven is worth it. Because your son died for me so that I can make it to an eternal life in relationship with you i get it i get it lord that is so powerful to remember lord you're the greatest coach i could ever have and you're the greatest motivator if i remember to pause and to listen to you lord thank you so much for this pep talk You've empowered me and you've really re encouraged me and allowed me to see that my faith will lead to my hope and that I can express that in love. Thank you, God. Drop down your anchors throw down your lines Drop down your anchors I'll catch them in time Drop down your anchors throw down